is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Coffin. Today, I am thrilled to have my beautiful daughter, Adriana Coffin, in the studio with me. Besides being the youngest of four children, Adriana is a 12-year classically trained pianist. As an accomplished pianist, she has performed numerous times and won several music awards. She also owns and operates the Cawthon Piano Studio in Decatur, Georgia, and has been teaching private and group lessons for the past three years. In addition to her musical accomplishments, Adriana loves to bake and upcycle clothes to create new fashions. She loves spending time with her dog, Carolina, shopping for clothes, and watching lots and lots of random YouTube videos. Adriana attends Clayton State University in Atlanta, Georgia, where she's been accepted into the Honors Program, and she's pursuing a degree in music performance. Welcome to the studio, Adriana. It is a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for having me on your show. It's great to be here. Terrific. Okay, well, we have a lot to cover, so I want to make sure we uh, get a chance to talk about all these things, so let's jump straight into things. Now, can you give our audience a little more background on some of the things you love to do as a child, um, things that you did for fun, uh, what your hobbies were? Those are the kinds of things that um, might play into you doing the side gigs that you do today. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, well, when I was a kid, I liked to do all kinds of things. Uh, one of my favorite things to do was baking and cooking. Mm-hmm. I was always looking up new recipes and cooking things and baking all kinds of desserts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when I was in middle school, I actually did a couple of fundraisers where I sold baked goods in order to raise money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, ta- you talked about baking, um, and, and, and that was one of your first gigs um, that you did to raise money, as you previously mentioned. Um, and so it was a natural um, segue from doing what you were doing, uh, you know, for fun into um, into making it money, uh, into making money with it. Would you say that was, it was just kind of a natural? Yeah, I mean, it was a natural thing. I mean, I knew how to do it. It was something I could do well. Mm-hmm. It was something that people wanted. I mean, there's always a demand for food. Mm-hmm. So it was very easy to monetize that skill when I needed to make money. Mm-hmm. Now, now you ended up moving from the baking phase of things to other things. Can you tell our audience a little bit more about um, some of the other things that you've been doing to make money? And we're going to flesh that out more as the interview goes along. But baking sort of, um, you ended with that and then you ended up doing some other things. Can you talk a little bit more about that? So currently I'm teaching piano lessons. I teach mostly private lessons, but I have done some group piano sessions mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I started that three years ago. I mean, I knew how to play the piano and I needed some money and my pastor's daughter was wanting to take piano lessons mm-hmm. and that's where it all got started. Wow. And I eventually was able to grow things and get some more students. Wow, wow. Another thing that I have done in the past as well is tutoring. Mm-hmm. I haven't been doing it lately, at least not for pay, mm-hmm. but I did make money doing it a couple of years ago. Right. I tutored some middle schoolers who were struggling in math. Wow. And wow. that was also another way. I wow. Money. But all things that you were doing, you were good in math and science. So tutoring someone in math and science was just sort of a, a way to help. Um, you were taking piano lessons and, 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 and has developed your piano school skills. So 
um, providing piano lessons. Of course, you have a piano in your home, and um, our schedule is such that it allows for you to do that. So it sounds like things would just kind of happen naturally. Yeah, I mean, it's just natural. I, I just used skills I already had. I didn't have to go out and mm-hmm. reinvent the wheel or find something new to do. Excellent, excellent. Um, now, most young people choose the traditional part-time job route when they're looking to earn some additional class um, cash. Now, um, why choose a side gig versus a traditional part-time job? I mean, why did you choose that? Because, I mean, you could have worked at Chick-fil-A or McDonald's or Burger King or any number of places. I, mean, I just really didn't want to work at any of those places because, I mean, you don't have a flexible schedule. You're on somebody else's time. Mm-hmm. You're making minimum wage. I mean, I wanted to make more mm-hmm. money so sure. that I could do the things that I wanted to do. Right. And also, having a side gig... Like, or earning a business looks mm. very good on a resume. Mm. You get to practice skills that are actually relevant to your career rather than doing something that has nothing to do with your long-term goals. Wow, wow. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Now, um, and you mentioned something. We'll probably talk a lot more about that. Flexibility is a big deal. Um, and you're able to earn a lot more and a lot less time. Yeah. Which comes into play, especially now, as a college student, but we'll talk about that. Um, well, actually, we'll talk about that now. Full-time college students like yourself are very busy. I mean, you you take a full load at school. You're taking this past I semester. Took, I took 12 credits this past semester, mm-hmm. but for the spring, I will be taking 15 credits. Right, and you're traveling back and forth. You're a commuting student, um, traveling back. So there's time involved there. Um, there's lots of, t- because you're a piano major, you spend a ton of time practicing. Yeah. So there isn't all this time, um, and whatever time you do have, um, you have to get the most bang for your buck, so to speak. So um, what are some side gigs that college students like yourself um, can do? You mentioned, of course, tutoring, which is something you do. Of course, you know how to play the piano, but not everybody knows how to play the piano. Um, baking is something that you've done. But can you can we flesh out some other types of side gigs that, that students like yourself, girls, guys, uh, even can do to make money. Yeah, well, one thing that I've seen is a very good job for college students mm-hmm. is freelance writing. Mm. There's lots of magazines online that cater to young people, mm. and even like magazines about the college experience specifically, oh, wow. and they need college students to write for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another thing that could be good for some people is babysitting, mm. because if you, especially especially depending on what kind of kids you get, yeah. um, you might have down time like while the kids are sleeping or watching tv and you could actually work on some homework while you're there wow that's a great idea now i know something else we've talked about is tutoring yeah uh, tutoring on campus. I don't know. I, I'm, some campuses may I mean, even pay for yeah, students like to do that. Yeah, most campuses pay for peer tutoring. Right, right. So you can do that, which is very flexible, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you don't have to go through the trouble of starting a business. Right. But you could also tutor independently, and mm-hmm. that would allow you to charge what you want to charge. Right, And right. you can tutor the subjects that you want to offer. So. Right, right. And there are tutoring services yeah. that you can plug into, um, and I don't know the names of all of them, but if I'm sure if someone Google tutoring services, yes. you know, I mean, there's lots of tutoring services, mm-hmm. both locally in large cities and online. Right. That's oh, really? Yeah. OK. I didn't realize that tutoring was could be offered via the network. Yes. Uh, OK. Wow. So those are so, just a few. Um, and then, of course, 
Uh, and we'll talk about fleshing out people. We'll talk a little bit more about how people can look at their own gifts and talents and, and get gigs that are geared specifically to them. But um, not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. I mean, you, you sort of just kind of came into it naturally. I'm an entrepreneur. You, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've had several businesses. Um, but not everybody wants to do that. Do you have to have an entrepreneurial spirit to pursue a side gig? No, I mean, you don't. Right. Um, I mean, there are, you mm. can get flexible jobs right. online. Right, Um. Also, a lot of side gigs, yeah. I mean, there's, like, with the stuff I just mentioned, mm-hmm. like freelance writing, mm. tutoring, babysitting. Right, right. Also, there's other things you could do, like mm. doing hair or makeup if you're do- good at that kind oh, of wow. thing. Oh, wow, yes. But, like, a lot of these things have high demand. Yes. And... Are there things that people always need? So you don't necessarily have to do yeah. a ton of advertising. You don't have to yeah. invest a lot of money. So you don't really need to be this yeah. entrepreneurial, creative, risk-taking person to do this. Wow. I know another side gig that I just thought of that's predominantly probably for girls or females is selling jewelry. The the the, the um, very inexpensive, like I know there's places um, like paparazzi that, you know, who you know, and people can come in as their own basically business vendor uh, and sell and sell jewelry. And it sounds and I, I see it all over the place and people seem to love the jewelry. It's you know, it's 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 not your high end expensive stuff, but it's stuff that people can afford and people like to buy it. Yeah, but things like that are yeah. great because in a way it's almost like a franchise. Exactly. Where the business model has already been done. Right. All you have to do is just yeah. follow the rules. And you they really have, have all think. the stuff. I mean they're sending you I mean you've got their brand, you've got their advertising people that are set all of that up you're just using what they've already put in place so I love that um so now what kinds of things does a person need to consider when they look at choosing a side gig what 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 comes I mean you you know you don't just necessarily wake up one day and say I'm going to do this I mean you do need to put some thought into it what kinds of things what kinds of criteria need to be considered well you have to consider what skills you actually have right and also, like, once you think of something that you might want to do, you have to figure out whether there's a demand for it. Yes, Because, yes. I mean, some things are not very yeah. in much in demand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people don't necessarily want, you know, uh, certain things. Yeah. True, true, And then true. also, if you have multiple skills that could be equally good, Mm -hmm. you have to think about, like, the working hours of the industry. Yes. Because certain industries have certain working hours. Yes. Like, for example, I teach piano lessons. Right. I'm mostly working from maybe, like, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. that's true. But if you wanted to do something, like, I don't know, teach a workout class or be a personal trainer, but you have morning classes, that might not be the best thing. Okay, because that's, um, but, because... I would think that, um, you know, working out, yeah, because working out, being a personal trainer is something you could do in the morning, but it also yeah. is something you can do in the evening, because people do do evening, but but that is a good point. You've got to think about the working hours of the particular thing you want to do, how that, how that works with people's yeah, schedules. Yeah, and then also you have to think about, like, do you want regular money or do you just want gigs sometimes because sometimes things like tutoring will peak around certain times of year there's going to be a bunch of people cramming for exams and they're going to want help during midterms and finals true but at the beginning of the school year you might not make very much money and in the summer 
Yeah, and in the summer too. Right, 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 right. So there's an ebb and flow. So it's just like, what are you looking for money for? Yeah. If you want a regular income that right. is consistent, you are better off with some things than others. Wow, didn't think about that. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And this is um, something, you, you've touched on this a little bit, but let's go ahead and talk about this a little bit more. Not every hobby can be, you know, monetized. I mean, there are people that... You know, I don't know. I mean, like, if you, I don't know, like mm. to play sports, that might be harder to monetize right, that right. versus if you play an instrument or right. you're really good at math. Right, right. Although right. some unusual hobbies could be monetized. <laughs> yes. Um, one thing that you could do if you have a yeah. more unusual or hard to monetize hobby yes. is um, to start a YouTube channel about it. There are all kinds of YouTube channels on niche in yes. interests, yes. and you can get money yes. through ad revenue, right. sponsorship, and selling merchandise. Wow. And I know that that's a hot topic, uh, and, uh, and uh, specifically for you, um, uh, because you've spent a lot of time on YouTube, and you've analyzed some things. Matter of fact, you've given me some advice about how I can use it for, for my businesses. Um, so monetizing, are you t how does that look? I mean, what does that, what plays into getting money? for your YouTube channel? Well, I mean, there's three... Yeah. Way, well, there's multiple ways to get it. Yeah. Well, the first way is through ad revenue. Right. I mean, when you upload a video, you yeah. can go into your settings yeah. and monetize it. YouTube will stick in an ad. Yes. And um, you will get yeah. money right. when people click on the ad or right. if they watch it for a certain amount of time. Wow. Another thing you can do is get sponsorships. Yes. So if there are products related to yeah. your... Um, topic, mm, right. then you can get money from those companies in really? exchange for advertising for them. Wow. And then another thing that YouTubers have been doing lately yes. is selling merchandise. Oh. They will sell t-shirts or coffee mugs <laughs> related to the yeah. YouTube channel fandom. Really? So that's a thing? Yeah. Fandom. Is that a word? Yes, that's a word. Okay. Oh, wow. I always learn so many words when I talk to you. Um, so those are all ways to... So YouTube is its own thing yeah as so far as if money you is have concerned. some kind of niche interest that's yes. unusual and yes. you think other people might be interested in it yes yes, um, yes. yeah YouTube is a good way to monetize your your interest because there are all kinds of really really weird stuff on oh there. really yeah so uh, the the um, it's it's an open door yeah wow amazing amazing now you have a new project um, that you have recently started um, can you share with our audience uh, a little bit more about this new venture? Oh, yes. I have started a channel called Fashion Hacks, mm -hmm. um, where I teach people how to look good on a budget mm -hmm. and also how to build a good wardrobe that suits their body type, mm -hmm. their lifestyle, mm -hmm. their personality. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I just uploaded a video mm -hmm. a few days ago on how to make a holiday dress from a single piece of fabric wow. without sewing. Wow. So it's very easy. Anybody can do it. Wow. Um, I'm also about... To, I'm also about to start a new series yes. on how to build a wardrobe. Wow. So it'll be several videos yes. and it'll show you like all the aspects, yeah. everything you need to build a wardrobe that really works for you yes. from choosing colors to yes. choosing cuts wow. to um, mm. even things like color psychology to how to choose things that fit your personality. Is that right? Yes. Right, right. I know you've talked a lot about also um, having um, a good closet 
uh, having, you know, um, and, and just so you'll be talking about the, those kinds of things, making sure that the clothes that are in your closet are, uh, are clothes that you actually are going to wear. Is that that whole I mean, it's um, like, color? Yeah, it's yeah. like wardrobe efficiency. Yeah, right. Like, it's good to do certain things, like stick to a color scheme mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and buy things you can wear year-round so mm -hmm. that you don't have all these clothes you don't need. Right, and so the one of the whole points is of this of your show is teaching people how to um to um, get more bang for their buck yes with, with, as far as clothing is concerned because everybody's on a uh, i mean we all have a budget nobody has this um open-ended uh, money supply right um so this is a great way for people to look fashionable yes but on a dime, basically. Yes, you get to maximize your wardrobe, but you're not spending a bunch of money. Right. I know one thing you've talked to me about how, uh, as far as um, the percentage of, uh, how many, uh, how much percentage people use in their wardrobe, I, meaning a lot of people only use a very small amount of yes. their I mean, clothes. The overwhelming, um, a lot of, most people in mm. developed countries yes. don't wear the overwhelming uh, a majority of the clothes they own. Wow. I mean, I don't know the exact numbers, but um, mm -hmm. but American women yeah. wear less than 25% of their wardrobe. Is that right? I mean, so you could get rid of all those clothes and you won't miss them. Wow. And then you'll have room for things you actually want. Wow. So your show will talk about how yes. to do things like that. So um, we're going to be wrapping up in a minute, but any final um, thoughts um, and pieces of advice for young people like yourself who are looking to do um, the next thing as far as finding a job. And, you know, we live in a, a day and age where you have to be creative. You have to think outside the box in order to um, really um, make the monies you need to, to sustain yourself. Even in even a young person like yourself, I think it's good to, that you're starting young about, uh, you know, and, and as far as looking at ways that you can use your gifts and talents to make money. Any final thoughts on how somebody can really just plug into that I mean what kinds of things do do they need to look at as far as their personality is concerned does your side gig have to fit your personality I mean I think it does yeah. ideally because mm. if you don't want to do something it's kind of hard to make money off of it well yeah so I could... yeah but just like look at the things that you're good at and mm -hmm. the things that you like to do yes and just be creative and see what you can do to mm -hmm. monetize it mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I mean sometimes you can make mm -hmm. money in very unexpected ways wow is that right excellent 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 well I um I think this has been very good advice and I think our young people need to know that they have options they yeah. have choices because not everybody's going to get hired at the at the at the local department store um, not everybody's going to be able to get hired at the local food service place. You need to figure out um, the next thing to yeah. do. That's great. Well, Adriana, our time together is just about up. Um, but it has been wonderful listening to you share your innovative ideas uh, with our audience. I mean, I'm your mother and I feel pretty um uh, inspired. <laughs> so uh, thank you for your creativity. Thank you for inspiring us and our listeners. And I think that the things that you've shared are going to be very helpful 
uh, to them. Uh, to my listeners, if you haven't already done so, I want to encourage you to subscribe, share, and download the Working Mormon Radio Show, which can be found online at www.ultimatechristianpodcastnetwork.com. I will also make available several links to some of the resources that Adrienne and I talked about today on the Working Mormon Radio Show show page, so make sure to look at that. Uh, and for more information about upcoming podcasts, you can also go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page. We have a lot of information there. I also um, want to hear from you, so leave a comment on that page, uh, and I'll make sure to get back to you if you have any questions. God bless you all, and we'll see you next time on the Working Woman.